It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day, putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day, I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. When two everyday men who throw garbage cans sit down and drink beer and discuss IWC wrestling here, it's Can Crusher Day! A little twist on the old Aiden English Paul has today. Do you like that? I do. I'm Mark Martinez. That's Paul Bullers. We're two everyday garbage men drinking Miller Lights. It's a Miller Lite day. Nothing fancy here today. We Because all the fancy happened. It wasn't just catch up last night, Mark. It was my dirt as well. It was IWC Carnage in Clearfield. Clearfield Carnage 5. Clearfield Carnage 5. And it was actually your first taste of IWC legitly. Like, being there. When we went to the Rise IWC, it was mostly just Rise. There was no... I mean, it was all women wrestling and there was no men there. Right. So it was a different story. Like, I, I got to see some of the dudes. I got to meet a couple guys. And it was awesome. It was a fun time. Always it was is. a great show. Always is. And, yes, it was a great show. Um, it's kind of like a house show for IWC as their, I don't want to say their big arena, but their their big shows are always done in Elizabeth. So if they travel out, it turns into kind of a little bit of a house show. Uh, but no, no harm, no foul there because they put on a hell of a slobber knocker show. It was good. The only thing that I didn't like, and it was no fault of theirs, well, it was kind of their fault, because that's where they put the ring, but there wasn't much top rope stuff because of lighting issues, but they still worked around it very well. Like, they could still do some high-flying stuff off of the ropes, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, I, I like, you know, doing comparison now that we've seen two different federations there. I like the idea of the asylum where they turn down the lights and everything's focused on right in the ring. IWC does that in Elizabeth. Like, they'll they'll call all the house lights, and then those four lights that are right above the ring, you know, give you the center of attention for the performers in the ring. And it can happen. It can happen in Clearfield as well. And uh, I would I would hope Justin uh, thinks about that next time. Well, I mean, there's always next time. Every every day you get better, right? You get that's the except way us, except us, except us. We we go so. downhill, and you still listen, and we appreciate that. Right. A lot of big things happening this week in Can Crusher Nation. So uh, kind of stay tuned for the ride. I I'm not going to say anything. I just know. There's Tuesday, there's a possible phone call on Monday, there's a possible phone call right after the Tuesday big phone call. Oh, I've already gotten shit in gear. Wow. Yeah. Mark's, Mark's rolling now. And then... Uh, Get ready, here we come. And then there's something that Paul doesn't know about yet that's sitting to the left of me that will be announced at the end of the show. Oh, I mean, I like doing <laughs> stuff to unbeknownst to your knowledge. Right. So, I guess it works both ways. It does work both ways. Alright, let's talk about the show a little bit. Uh, it starts off with Wardlow in the ring saying he's got unfinished business with Team Labar, LaRusso La and Balk Nasty. And they come out and they say, hey, 
You know what? Your tag team partner is Jimmy Vegas, and you guys have never been on the same page. And then all of a sudden, Vegas comes out, and a little bit of a bickering, a little bit of a battle, but it sets up for the main event. Which was a tag team match with Jimmy Vegas and Wardlock and Team LeBar. Yep. So, I mean, nothing... There was a little bit of tension between Wardlow and uh, Vegas, but... Because they've had epic battles. They have had had epic battles. So your first real match of the night is the sexually talented dudes, or as everybody knows it, the STDs. Yep, Paul's favorite. All of a sudden, he loves STDs. I, I, you can't spell stud without studs without STDs. And they're going to take on kind of a newly formed tag team, the Sadie Gang, and. On Twitter all this week, I just want to give a backstory to those that didn't know. Uh, Corey, futuristic of the STDs, were trying to get this to me uh, an inner species match. Because he's got a cat, Darren. De Niro's got a dog. Sadie is the dog of the Sadie gang. But did you know that it's kind of the only place that you're not allowed to have an interspecies match is in Clearfield. They banned those like 25 years ago there. I, I did not know that. I, I didn't either. That so. is news. And I want to know the backstory on this. This is a document. Get on it because we need to know why the interspecies matches are banned in Clearfield. Yeah, this is. I don't understand this, but, you know, it, it was announced, so that that's wrong. I would have loved to see, you know, Sadie against the Golden King Cat, whatever uh, Corey's... Cat's name is, I did forget it, but that's just not right. I'm a little worried about why they got this the interspecies match banned because of everything that's been happening in Kerwinsville, Clearfield area lately. There yeah. was some news of interspecies relationships. So to the match, uh, Billy Ruxpin wanted to start the match with a dance-off because... You know, Sadie Gang comes out to Another Night by Real McCoy. And if that doesn't get you going, I mean, it even got his opponent going. Right? He, they were pumped. And it was and the worm. Breaking out the big the big worm. The night crawler, if you will. <laughs> yeah, the night crawler. Because he is a, a big guy. but a, it, a large individual. He did it better than, you know. See, it was Scotty Too Hottie-esque. Wow. Wow. All right, I'll give it to you. Uh, the STDs control most of the match. They really do. But the Sadie Gang being the tag team specialists that they are, uh, got a couple you know tag tag partner moves in together. And I'm stumbling already today. Those two big-ass beers that we had at this place <laughs> that we went to eat are still kicking me. Um, they just double powerbomb wins it for the Sadie Gang. Yep, match over. But it, it was a good match. It was one of the one of the better match, and it was a great way to start off the actual action. It was. It was second match up is Man Dime with Katie Arquette, and he takes on Jamie Jameson. Both Can of- we just talk about how awesome Katie Arquette is, and how great the tutelage is of Katie Arquette for Man Dime? This is going to make him a prime time player. Prime time. Prime, prime time, time player. Um, as you can tell, Paul has become cultured. I, he, he he is with Katie Arquette. Katie Arquette is related to David Arquette, and I'm an actor as well. I know what she, I I just appreciate a good. You just don't background. like Britsburg. 
You don't I like appreciate any... a good acting background. So, talk about the match, and then we'll get to go where Paul's going. Mandime took on Jamie Jameson, and both of them were young. Jameson, Jameson, only Ben. Hey, listen, Jameson is a good drink. Is a good drink. And this guy was a good wrestler, so don't don't be hating on the Jameson. I'm not hating on him. You're, uh, you're getting on my no. Irish nerves. Jamie has only been in for about a year and a half now, and Mandime... This is only his third match, I believe, but he's been around doing some stuff. They both put on a hell of a show. Jamie, some of his clotheslines remind me of JBL. He just, they'll follow through oh, he, with him. Yes, he made Mandime backflip once. And yeah. It was awesome. He ended up being pennies, is <laughs> oh. what, what it ended up being. Oh, wow. Um, Jamie just, uh, he did like an inverted go to sleep into a Death Valley driver to win the match. Katie got involved a little bit, and we got to talk to Katie. She mentioned this match a little bit, but she was more focused on what's going to happen next week at Winner Takes All in Elizabeth. So let's go backstage and talk to Katie, Paul's new favorite wrestler. Backstage at IWC Clearfield Carnage 5, and we'd like to welcome Katie Arquette. Katie, welcome to the show. Uh, you got involved with Mandime's match a little bit, but we really know why you're here today, and it's to call out one of my favorite wrestlers, Britt Baker. Uh, yes, Britt Baker. I mean, well, first of all, Elijah Dean, my boo-boo bear. Of course, I'm going to help him. He's still new. I'm there for him. However, Britt Baker. Yes. Britt Baker next week. She has no idea what she's dealing with. She's been gone for how long now? Months. 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 The last time she saw me, yes, I was in over my head. But I've been training harder and longer, more than I ever have. She's, she's not. She's done. She's done. It's, not, it's nice that you got serious about this, and it's really great that you have Mandime taking him under your wing. He needs tutelage from a... A superb wrestler such as yourself. Thank you. Yes, and of course, my fashionista, Calvin Couture, always there. Where was he at tonight, though? I wanted to see the sparkly pants. Yes, I know. He's on vacation. He needed the time off. I mean, I was here because I was here for Boo Boo Bear, but he needed a little more vacation on the yacht and this and that, so that's why I'm here. I understand. So next week, you and Britt, it's going to be a showdown. What else do you have to say towards Britt? She better watch out. Because this time I'm getting the one, two, three. She's not. And she won't be back at IWC after next week at IWC. Wow, there looks like there's going to be a change in Britsburg. Katie, thank you for joining Camp Crusher tonight. Thank you for having me. She's after Brit. That's it. She's, well, she's ready. And she deserves it. And I can't wait to see the end of Blitzburg. Sorry, bud. Uh, yeah, that, that hurts. You know what? To a point, you know, Brit, one of our favorites... My, one of my favorites, one of documents, and the kids' favorites. But uh, she has not been around. The, the the women's IWC championship. Is she like the Brock Lesnar of IW, women's I was, IWC? I was just going to say that. Well, we're on the same page at least. Just going to say that. So, Britt, you know, you have to uh, step up your game. So bring your terrible towel when you go, Mark, because you're going to be drying some tears when Katie Arquette is the new IWC women's champion. Next match is Johnny Patch, which is also one of the rookies for IWC, and he takes on Gory. 
And this is a catch-as-catch-can match. Just high-flying, back and forth. Go ahead. Gory is a, a veteran. Oh, yeah. A, a long-time veteran of IWC and a staple of IWC. So a, a win against him would have been huge. Phenomenal. For, yeah, phenomenal. There you go. For Johnny Patch. Uh Johnny Patch's matches, he we had DJZ in his first ever match. Uh, I forgot his second match, and, and now Gory is there. This kid has really gotten everything thrown at him. So just to, to stay with everybody that he's staying with proves that he's got a hell of a future ahead of him. So Gory ends up getting a win, um, and a show of respect. The kid, the kid uh, showed him something, so he... Shook his hand. Yep, brought Even after two times he shook his hand and bit him. Well, Gory does like the bite. He's a biter. Gory is setting up for his match next week as he gets a Super Indie uh, title match against Jonathan Gresham from ROH. But also in the match is Dylan Bostic. So it's a it's one of the WWE's favorite matches. And a, IWC is bringing it to them. A triple threat match. Here we go for a title. Yeah. Uh, out next was everybody's favorite Team Storm. No. Your favorite Team Storm. I like Team Storm. You were singing O Canada the whole damn time the match was going. I couldn't even listen to the match because you're over there belting the words to O Canada. O Canada is a good song. If you listen to it, Uh, if you listen to it, Mrs. Dan Crusher is throwing up in the living room right now. (laughs) I just want to hear... USA chance all over again but, to drown you out. But they we brought Ethan last night too. So you and Kelly are going, and T were going USA. I'm going Canada, and Ethan, being the prince that he is, is cheering for Mexico. Man, well, I mean, <laughs> he loves his dad. You can he, tell. Sure, he does. <laughs> so Team Storm takes on Jason Tyler, Phil Archer, and Judo. Um, and this is where the crowd literally erupted. This is where they let Team Storm, Team Canada, know that they suck. They suck. They they were a little bit on their hands a little bit, but this is where the get got the getting. Where you're going against the five alarm fire, the sexiest firefighting wrestler in the business. Yeah, he, he can shake those hips, can he? He is a mover and a groover, bud. I don't know how he's a firefighter because he was just starting fires all up. I almost had wow, to pick... Wow, wow, wow. I almost had to pick Teresa up off the ground she melted. Well, he can put her out with that hose. Wow, woof. Um, so it goes back and forth for a while, but just the dastardliness of, <laughs> of Team Storm... They uh they just prove they're too much for the rookies. We might need to get a sound effect board because we use words like dastardly, and I have to real quick go. Well, we where are we paying with that from? Uh, can we get it for free? Yeah, maybe if you find something on your phone besides everybody calling you every time we do a podcast, I shall check, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the match, though, this sets up huge because this coming Saturday in Elizabeth on uh, November tenth. Jack Pollock takes on the IWC heavyweight champion Jack Pollock. I, I get it right. And this is your boy. Wow. He takes on the innovator of violence 
Former IWC heavyweight champion, former, former ECW heavyweight champion, champion, Tommy Dreamer. And, and it's a hardcore match. Jack Pollock made sure that he wanted Tommy Dreamer to know that he was ready to be hardcore. And he got a couple good pizza pan shots in on everybody. On everybody. Yeah, I heard Dusty Dusty Rhodes yelling, Pizza Pan! So, yeah. Uh, and then the tag team titles are up as well, as Argos and Dupree are going to defend those titles against RJ City and Colt Cabana. Two-time Rookie of the Year Argos is not afraid of Colt Cabana. He should be. That elbow, he's got the bionic elbow like Dusty did. I get it, but no. He's a two-time Rookie of the Year. Right? Not not just the Rookie of the Year, but two-time Rookie of the Year. And you know, not anybody else has ever done that. I don't believe. I think that's the only time I've ever heard of it. Right. Do you know how good you have to be to be a two-time Rookie of the Year? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Or... Disabled for the first, second half of your nine nine weeks, I was going to say. Now you're thinking too much. Mm -mm. We just flip-flopped on this whole Team Storm thing. Like, I am trying to build them up, and you are tearing them down. And these are your boys. I flip-flop on them all the time. Depends on who they're fighting. (laughs) It really does. Ah. Uh, They're good. They're good. They just bring so much stuff to the ring. They're the bad guys you want to hate. But when you're fighting somebody that I like, eh. You don't like. Yeah, yeah, that I don't, whatever. It's my show. However I want to like them or dislike them. Yeah, you got it. Okay, next match, though. <laughs> All right, next We're wasting time. Next match is probably one of the longest rivalries in IWC. Uh, Dylan Bostic fights Andrew Palace In a pig costume or leave match. So if, if Palace loses, he's never allowed wrestling in Clearfield again. Which, uh, whatever. You'd miss him when he was I gone. would miss him. No, not Palace. I love Palace. Palace. I'm just saying, if you can't ever wrestle anywhere... Well, why wouldn't you want to wrestle in a place that doesn't allow interspecies matches? Right. So, that, I mean, I guess I would never want to wrestle see, there either. that's what I'm talking about. Because I'm a beast and other men would be... You're a beast be incarnate. Inter- a beast? No, I'm not. I show up every week for this podcast. Woo! I'm almost you every do. week. Um... And yeah, <laughs> wow. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I so go Palace loses, he ha- cannot wrestle in Clearfield anymore. And if Bostic loses, he has to put a pig suit on. He and it was and what happened, Mark? What happened, Porky, Mark? Porky. Well, it's all over our Twitter. We are. I <laughs> tweeted the picture when as soon as it happened. Oh wow! And it got retweeted by millions of people, like ten, ten people. people but still. We are tweeting. We are tweeting now, GanCrusher69 on Twitter. Right? It was, I don't know why I picked that one. It's actually, this was the first one I opened up. That was nice. The I was busy. Busy. Noting it up. In, uh, but this was a great match. And Bosick didn't want to put the suit on after he lost. And then Plummer says, hey, you don't put it on, you're suspended six months. No, wait. Bosick didn't want to be in the match in the first place. And well, he says... If you don't go to the ring, you're suspended for six months. Well, with no pay. So, Bostic's in the ring. Lose, ends up losing the match. He's walking away. He's like, I'm not putting that pig suit on. And Plumber says, listen, you don't put that pig suit on, you're gone. You're, you're, you're what? You're fired. 
Two big moves that we got to see. Uh, the pile driver, the palace did perfect. Paul Orndorff, old school pile driver. You don't see that very often. No. And but prior to that, he he was trying to hit everything to put him away, and he could yeah. not. But uh, great power bomb off the top rope as well right. from Palace. Uh, this was just if there's a match of the night. This, this is, is my match. This of the is night. the master of the because night. they just work together so well, and this rivalry is never going to end. It's the I don't know Undertaker Triple H rivalry. It's the Ooh. Hogan Iron Sheik rivalry. Wow, I'm just saying this is one this of is those the, the two people that won't like each other ever. Right, right, and you hear that from Andrew Palace because we got to speak with him. After, oh, you want to say something? No, yeah, well, after, in this interview, he calls out, what is his name, Jake Ross? No, Jock Samson. Jock Samson. Well, yeah. Who Jake the Ross? hell is Jake Ross? He's, I think he's a pitcher for the Dodgers. Uh, yeah. Padres. Well, I called Justin Plummer. Jake Plummer. Jake Plummer. And he's not a quarterback. Night. So I, I get names confused, and that's why I don't say names very often. You'll notice I just talk randomly. Right. So here is Palace backstage at the end of the night. Uh, we had to corral him in at the end of this to bring him back. The man but- is constant energy, just running all over the place and... I don't know if you used the lasso of truth to bring him over or what, but good job, Wonder Woman. All right, here he is. Sue-wee, Mark. We sure do have a, one oinktastic of a guest now. <laughs> we do. Uh, backstage, we have Andrew Palace. Palace, you had a hell of a match again with one of your greatest rivals, Dylan Bostic, tonight. Let's hear about that. Well, if, uh, if you see the match, um, he ends up being a pig at the end. Which is awesome, um, but yeah, always a hard-fought match with him. Um, he's a he's a jerk, but man, he puts up a fight. Yeah, you guys have battled years now for the Super Indie title, and mm-hmm. you also battled just because you damn well don't like each other. Yeah, well, I mean, like he, he's, I mean, to be honest, he's not a very likable guy. Uh, I, he when he compares himself to. Um, Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. Yeah, Justin Bieber. Um, Justin Bieber's not the most popular in the wrestling community. Um, not a big fan of his music, and I'm not a big fan of Dylan Bostic. Oh, that just broke my heart a little bit. I am a little bit of a fan of Justin Bieber because hey. I, I'm the bad guy. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm a Lady Gaga fan, you know? Every, to each his own, oh, man. I love interview you over. No. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, I listen to The Temptations. You guys can't say Oh, anything, yeah. So I, I don't, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, wh- okay, you know what? Let's not bash each other's musical tastes. Dylan Bostic. Is a jerk. Let's all agree we on that. Let's all agree on that. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. So that's tonight. Next Saturday in Elizabeth for Winner Takes All. Uh, you had a match scheduled for Jock Sampson. Oh, God. And the wuss backed out because he says he's duck hunting or something. I don't know. But uh, you have an open challenge now that Plummer pretty much pushed you into. Yeah. Um, yeah, about that. Um, I. You know, I'm I'm usually a pretty fun guy. I I, I like to have fun. I, all that stuff. I mean, party! my tag, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my tagline is "Let's have fun," right? Um, Jock's Jock's just been getting on my nerves. Uh, he's been slamming me on the internet. He's been ruining my bookings elsewhere, um, slandering my name, dragging my name through the mud. Um, you know, if Jock said he isn't going to be there. Um, I'm going to call him out until he gets there. I don't care what bookings he has. I don't care where he's going to be. Jock. Better get to Elizabeth, Pennsylvania, because we're. I need to fight him. You do need to I, fight him. I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about a wrestling match. I want to fight. 
He's Chuck done Samson. dirty the last couple of months in yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. The fun has to stop sooner or later, and this will be the best way to do it. And so, Jock, Jock, if you're listening, or or I, I don't know when this is going to come out, Jock, you better be in Elizabeth, Pennsylvania. So, hey, th- this is an open challenge, but I, I don't care about open challenges. Jock, Jock, be there. Answer my challenge. And with that, uh, Palace is running off into the mix. We want to thank Andrew Palace for being on the show. Uh, here he comes. He's back. Palace, once again, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, make sure you are in Elizabeth next Saturday. See what's up with Palace and see if that weasel, Jock Sampson, shows up. You better. Jock Sampson, just calling him out. Palace is going to find him wherever he's at. No matter what. No this, matter this, what. This fight is going to happen. He he doesn't want to just wrestle this guy. No, he, he wants, wants to beat to his ass. This guy. That's it. Outright. You know, we're not we're PG-13. So beat his ass. Yes. So hopefully uh Jake Plummer, <laughs> Justin <laughs> Justin Plummer makes this street fight happen. Let's see an IWC street fight. Speaking of the Plummers, by the way, uh just we missed Jenny Plummer last night at the show. As one of the little guys were sick, so Mama stayed home to take care of the Cubs, and you know. But I'm sure she will be in Elizabeth. She gives free hugs. Some of the best hugs out there. Yeah, I, I believe you. Well, you probably always wear your shirt that says "I'm a hugger." Duh. Uh, uh, duh. After intermission and culmination, Remy Levey and Atticus Coger takes on one of our Can Crusher alum, Dan Hooven and Bearcat. And first move was a heart attack. I don't know how the hell that becomes the first move in a match, but Bearcat held him up, Hooven, Bringo, and heart attack. I'm like, wow, the hell does that happen to first move? But it was awesome. Awesome homage to the Heart Foundation. I mean, you like to see stuff like that. You do. I, I, you really do all over the place. But that was pretty much Bearcat and Hooven's offense because after that, it was all culmination. Yeah. Culmination just put the boots to both of them. Worked on Hooven's knee. Hopefully, Hooven's up and moving today. Hooven is not up and moving today. Um, I got a message. Uh, Paul's going to continue to talk about the match as he. Hooven and Bearcat tried to get going, but Hooven is out for the rest of 2018. I would continue to talk about the match, but you just won't shut up and let me finish. Oh, fractured patella out till 2019. <sighs> so that's Hooven's status. Uh, he he took a sh- chair shot to the yeah. knee. Yeah, they wrapped they, up his chair his chair. They wrapped yeah. up his knee and stomped on it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was rough to watch the end of that match and Bear Bearcat couldn't get into the ring to save him because they had him blocked off. So now Bearcat is down two good friends against this culmination team. Uh one being uh Phoenix who had the the incident in the ring last month. Uh going to be out of wrestling much longer than that. And the other now culmination took out Hooven, so the Bearcats got to find somebody or step it up himself to rid, you know, the IWC of this cancer. Ooh, that's rough. So what they are though? That was that was mean, man. That was just too much. All right. Uh, next up is the IWC High Stakes Heavyweight Championship match. 
the champ checks chest flexor takes on Mambo Italiano, takes on Ryan Die, takes on Officer Dan, and the stipulation, which is chosen all the time from the champion. So let, let me go over here because I didn't know this stuff. IWC high stakes champion, the champion gets to choose the stipulation of the match. Yep, every time he defends. So every time, so it could be a different match, and nobody can prepare for it. It is. Uh, Chest flexor's first title defense was in. Uh, where did we see rise? Um, White Oak was in White Oak, and he had a tiki death match. A tiki death match. Yep, a tiki death match. That the only way you could win is get thrown over top rope. Ah. Uh, he's had a reverse ladder match where you have to put the ladder down. And How hard would uh, that be? Well, I, I don't know. Or I think it was you actually had to hang. It wasn't... Oh, you yeah. had to hang the belt yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. And now uh, this was a Falls Count Anywhere, which it went everywhere. Everywhere. They were in the kitchen. They were in the backstage. They went... Uh, chess jumped off the rafters. It started off with the evil professor having some sort of elixir in the ring, and he had it in his mouth, and he got Officer Dan and Mambo, and Mambo in the eyes, and he went to get Chess Flexor, and Chess... Chess... He's quick. Yeah, he's quick. He put a stop to it, and the doctor swallowed the elixir. And then he kind of went into like a little bit of convulsions, and they like drug him backstage, and then all of a sudden, he turned into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. He did. He turned. It in. was. It was crazy. It was. Uh, T Rex was out for about five minutes, but not a strong elixir, because like five minutes later, the doctor, the, the good doctor, doctor was, was back. back. The good doctor. The good doctor was back. That's on ABC. Is on Monday night at ten o'clock. By the way, uh, that's a. Can we do that? We, I don't know. There, that might be copyright infringement. Well, you just did it, so at least I had told him when what channel it's on. I was just calling him a good doctor. I didn't know that we were going to go into show for. Or well, I'm just telling props. you where it's at, just in case they're looking. Okay. Uh, Mambo got screwed. Mambo did get screwed. Uh, he had Officer Dan in the ring for the one, two, three, but at the same time, Chess Flexer had the, the, the evil doctor genius. Yes, on the floor. Yes. Dexter. Dexter Poindexter. Poindexter. Dexter Poindexter on the floor. And the ref was counting one, two, three for chest flexor. He was, because that's the one he was closest to. Right? I don't know how that works. I don't know how it works either. I think in a falls anyway or match anymore, uh, we might have to look at two referees. Right. Or something. Because the action was just cr- crazy. But... This proves that Mambo Italiano gets should have his own single match, not a four, da, four-way dance for the IWC High Stakes Champion. And maybe that'll be added this Saturday. Uh, lots going on this Saturday. Uh, finally, it comes down to your main event. Wardlow and Vegas take on Chris LaRusso and Balk Nasty. And Wardlow gets jumped before... The Balk Nasty was hiding behind the... Curtain, ready to pounce, and as soon as Wardlow come out, boom! There it was, boom! And it, the mat, we thought it was going to be over before. I it thought started. it was going to be quick. I really did because Vegas didn't come right out. They drug Wardlow into the ring, put the boots to him for a while, rang the bell, and then boom! Vegas does come, but you take five seconds to get from backstage to in the ring. 
It could have been over. Well, I'm telling you that I don't think it would have been over. The the egos of the other two. They wanted to put oh, Team Labar. Yeah, they wanted Speaking to put of some egos. pain on Wardlow. Yeah, without a doubt, they they really did. But you saw that Wardlow and Vegas worked pretty well together. Worked together pretty damn good. Are we sensing maybe a tag team? I don't know. In the future? I don't know. They're, uh, they both, their singles matches abound for, you know, this, this Saturday coming up in Elizabeth. Uh, we'll cover more of Elizabeth's show. You know, we'll have more of the breakdown of the matches and everything. Uh, on Wednesday show, but uh, overall, you know, Wardlow, Wardlow and Vegas get the win, shake hands at the end, you know, get rid of Team Labar. Uh, Team Labar is never going to be gotten rid of because they're just always going to linger around. Well, they're they are a good team. Uh, they just didn't have it on this night. They didn't have it on this night. So overall, great show. Um, I, I've been to. I don't know, I think three and a half years now in a row of IWC. Uh, great show. Beginning, uh, well, a little flat, a uh, different crowd from Elizabeth. I'm always used to that Elizabeth crowd. Well, you you got to remember that they're not in Clearfield very often, so we miss right. some of the storylines up and here. That's and exactly what I was going to say. Uh, not all in the same touch of the storylines and everything. But Justin does a great job putting everything together for the Clearfield show that he comes up two or three times a year for so, we're going to be good to go. All right, now, uh, covering Clearfield Carnage, I want, want to thank Justin Plummer for giving us the time to, one, be there. Two, thank you to Andrew Palace and Katie Arquette for spending some time with us on Can Crushers. Uh, hopefully, we can get you both back on real soon. And now, the surprise. Paul, uh we thought about it for a while. We have your input. We've had documents input. We've even uh, reached out to Mr. Pasquale Rocco Lupino III. Um, the Queen of the Ring needs a lot of focusing on. We really need to simmer that down a little bit. And because get... there's been so many great queens of the ring. There, right. There's so many great women in professional wrestling that we need, we need to find out. If we're going to extend it to 32... And make this literally a month and a half long. The biggest tournament that the Can Crushers have ever had. Or. Which it deserves, Mark. I agree. Or does it. Or do we really need to scrutinize the qualifications of who should be the Can Crushers? And then dropping it down to 16 is like holy. Queen of the Ring. Right. So this is this is going to be something that's it's not on the back burner. It's always going in our mind, but we need to get a tournament going because this is kind of our thing. We love doing these. So I threw it against the wall, and it's going to be Can Crusher Manager time. Can, can Crusher Manager time. Is that well, what we're calling you, no, it? No. That, How about... Here we go. The Can Crusher Master Manager's Madness Tournament. Remember that on Wednesday. Yeah, right. Okay. It'll change. So, they're in my hat, my Toledo Mud Hens hat. Uh, we'll pull them out one at a time. Paul doesn't know who's in there. I do. Well, right off to get the Lord of the Darkness manager, Paul Bear. I was wondering where the hell he was going with that. And he is going to take on James E. Cornette. Oh, right off the get. Right? 
Alright, I'll pull my second one. Uh, baby doll. Baby doll. Uh, my next one will be Virgil. Virgil never wins anything. Baby, in, no. I'm going to put baby doll all the way into the next round already. All right. Virgil's I ha- a bum. I have Sunny for my Ooh. next one. She she had managed her smoking guns and the body Donnas and, and the Hollies. And the Hollies, yeah. Hernan? Heenan. Bobby Heenan. I wrote these quick. Okay. Bobby Heenan. You can just put the brain. Well, I'll know who it is since I fill it out. Uh, next up is Mr. Fuji. Fuji. And then we have Miss Elizabeth against mm. Fuji. That's a tough first round. And now I have, oh, my name is Paul Heyman. Wow. Paul Hay? Is that what you're going to write? Against classy Freddie Blassie. Next up I have is Slick. Slick. Soul Bro. Slick. Slick. Yep. I hope that I get the mouth of the south. Nope, I got Ellering. Precious Paul. Wow. I pulled out two Pauls already. Yeah, you have. I have Captain Lou Albano. Oh, Captain Lou! I know who's left in there. That's that's all I'm going to say. Gary Halt? Gary Hart? Gary Hart? He was an AWA uh, manager. I always like representing AWA... AWA as well uh, against the Grand Wizard. Oh, the Grand Wizard's in the last match. Well, there you go, Paul. You got your wish. Yeah, I got Jimmy Hart. <laughs> so uh, this will actually start Monday at nine o'clock. We're gonna see who actually is going to listen to this show today and not be surprised when we start the Manager Madness Kid Crushers Madness Managers of Awesomeness Tournament. But it changed already. It did. It did. So uh, do some editing. We'll get this out there. And what do you, you want to say anything else? We'll talk all the other wrestling on our normal Wednesday show. No, you don't have it written down. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't have it written down. Uh, yes, you do. It's right there. There it is. You know, you, you think I'd remember it because we're on like episode 28. Mm-hmm. But and remember. Number 27, actually, but okay. Remember, just because you're trash, it doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, not a garbage canon. Don't forget Raw, SmackDown, us. A lot more going on this week. See you Wednesday, folks. <laughs>